Welcome to the No New Friends podcast, the podcast for adults who like to laugh at adulting. We are so excited for you to start your No New Friends podcast journey. Now, in the first 20 episodes, we've got old microphones that we kind of piece together. So our audio is a little bit rough for the first eh, 20 or so episodes. But there are some classic episodes in that first 20 that we reference all throughout our future episodes of the No New Friends podcast. So just bear with us on that audio. I apologize. But it gets better. We get brand new microphones uh, right around episode 20 or so. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the No New Friends Podcast. And now it's time for the No New Friends Podcast with Scott and Mary. That's right, you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. I am your host, Scott. With me, as always, my co-host, Mary. Mary! Please make sure that you like and follow us on Facebook, No New Friends Podcast. We're on Instagram, no.new.friends.podcast. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, No New Friends Podcast, on YouTube. Also, very important, please go on to Orlando Weekly best of orlando competition and vote for us nominate us for best podcast under the category best local color and i think i said our email but if not you can email us no new friends podcast at yahoo.com i just want to take a moment and express that i wish everyone could see your head while you're doing that you look like a bobblehead Fair enough. Like Fair you're enough. all over the place but i love the enthusiasm that's much better than the sadness i've been feeling so Thank you very much. No, thank you. All right. So we just finished season three, episode nine, the Red Wedding episode of Game of Thrones. We have not discussed anything. We went right into recording this episode. Mary, your thoughts on the Red Wedding? I feel like we need to take a break because I need time to process my emotions before I could probably properly uh, express them. I am very upset. I'm very upset. Before we started the episode, I ran down a list of people that I didn't want to die and what I was go going to hopefully happen in the series. And you didn't say shit. You just let me go along with my dreams. And now they're crushed. Like everybody died. Just fucking everybody died. Sorry, <laughs> part of my language is now explicit. That's fine. Uh, so this is how today has gone for us. Mary arrived at my house at about 10 a.m. And we went right into season three, episode nine of Game of Thrones, The Red Wedding. And then we have not spoken a word since the episode finished. Well, actually, I needed to like take a lap, take a minute, <laughs> and you wouldn't let me. You said, okay, let's start. And so I am still, I, I don't want to cry in front of people, but I wanted to cry very badly. You're, you're allowed to cry in front of me, it's fine. So what we'll do is we're going to do this segment and then we'll take a little break and we'll discuss it and then uh, we'll come back on, on the air. So, you know, I've, I've given this episode a lot of anticipation for you. What were your thoughts? What did you think was going to happen going into this episode? I thought, so because you had referred to it as the Red Wedding and I was like, okay. So to me, that meant like, because like the Lannister family is the lion and like their flags are red. So I thought that had something to do with what was going to happen. But then, you know what? I got honey potted a little bit because good things happen leading up to that. Like, like Sam, and I love him. His character's developing and he's got some good things going on. And then, you know, it was a little sad that 
Rick and left brand, but I just feel like I wasn't ready for the type of heartache I just experienced. Like uh, it would have been sad enough that they killed Rob's wife. Like that would have been enough for me. That was enough for me. It could have ended there and I still would have probably been a mess. And the fact that they just like stabbed her right where like in her stomach, like that was really messed up. I had a very hard time with that. And then, and then they kill the wolf. Like you're going to go that far. They're killing pets now. <laughs> yeah, I, No pets are safe around those people. I had a really hard time with that. And I really like, it just, it's so heartbreaking to me because Ari was right there and her mom and her brother were right there, like between walls and they freaking died. Both of them, they died. All everybody died, and you know what? F the bullet, like oh, I have so much hatred and sadness in my heart right now. So at this point, who who do you hate more? Do you hate uh, Joffrey more, or uh, you know Walter Fay? I hate them both equally, but for different reasons. Okay, all right. But I also hate Prince Joffrey. I really like he made me mad from day one. Uh-huh. So I guess my hatred has just been strong and steady. He's my yeah. blue chip hatred. Right. Okay. And Frey and Bolton are my um, Bitcoin. <laughs> it's a new hatred. I, I think what's really important about this episode is uh, the, the the writer, you know, wanted to illustrate to the the reading audience and now the viewing audience of the show that nobody's safe, no character no. is safe. And you know what? And, I get to dictate who I kill off. And 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 in the when we were talking about it, like halfway through it. I didn't trust what was happening to Daenerys Targaryen. And I was like, man, I don't trust anybody. I hate that I trust no one. And for good reason. I shouldn't have trusted anyone. And I did. And now you look at me. You can't trust now anyone. Now look at me. You never know. You never know. And that's what, you know, when you first started watching it, and I told you, I, I said, you're going you're gonna to think that someone is, is the guy, the main character, Ned Stark. And then the gone. end of season one, gone. And then, obviously, Rob Stark, King of the North. You know, he's a big deal. Gone. Um, and then you don't even—you don't even have time to process it. That—that's what's crazy about that episode is you don't even have time to process Rob Stark's death because thirty seconds later, Catelyn gets her throat slit. The thing is, is I didn't even have enough time to process the wolf dying. Okay, like <laughs> I like there was there wasn't enough time to process any of it. And why did they? Why I don't I don't know. I don't know. So for our I listeners. I feel like I need a therapy session after this. <laughs> I did record Mary on, uh, on my phone. It'll be on our YouTube channel. There's not really any uh, like major audible things that I, that I can. Because I couldn't episode. speak. I, I was know. stunned. I, I get it. I get it. But. Uh, I'm afraid of what my face looks like even now. <laughs> you do look distraught. You're, you're, you're not. I have a feeling you could be Martini Mary by the end of the day instead of Mimosa Mary because I don't see I'm just going to go put bubbles. a straw in my champagne bottle because right? I, I haven't felt a hurt and a loss like this in a very long time. It, it's, a rough, it's a really rough episode to get through. And that was... Like, I feel like I need to know what, what's going to happen. Like, how are we going to avenge their deaths? Like, we, we need to fall into action, people. Like, we all need to rise. It takes several seasons. Also, this happened many years ago, so I'm calling upon people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, listen, this is what's great about that. Oh. Game of Thrones ended like two years ago. Like the Red Wedding was probably like 10 years ago. No, uh, it wasn't 10 years ago, was ep- it? That episode aired, give me two seconds and I'll, and I'll find it. That episode aired June I don't- 2nd, 2013. So 
that was like eight years ago eight years ago ago is when that episode aired the uh the reigns of castmere and it it, it's fun having you experience all this because this and, and again i was way behind the eight ball too i didn't start until season eight uh but that episode for me I'll never forget. That's like one of those moments. Like, do you remember where you were when? And that episode for me, Rachel and I were living in our townhome. She was outside and I was binging Game of Thrones. And I remember after that episode. Now, when I turned on the episode, because she had watched this, you know, she had watched everything before me. It was at the spot where Rob's wife was on the ground. So, like, I already knew that something was going to happen to her, but I had no idea what else was going to happen. So, I literally walk outside after this, much like you, just I didn't know what to say. I didn't know what to say. I just sat down, opened up a beer, smoked like five cigarettes, and I was like, everybody's dead. Everybody I love is dead. I saw the red wedding. And I was like, everyone I love is dead. Yep. It's it's a it's a rough one. It's a rough one. I just don't know how to recover from this. Well, I I will tell you that uh in in we're going to try to get to some other episodes of Game of Thrones today. In three more episodes, you'll uh it'll be a better a better uh feeling episode. So, we'll we'll try to get to that today. Uh we've got a lot to do today because we're going to try to record two episodes. I I am we should have saved this for the end because I am not of any use right now <laughs> you'll be all right i promise you. i need time to process i i, I know i know so uh, other, you know the other things that happened in the episode you know this i rewatched it with you it's the first time that i've rewatched the whole episode i don't even know what's going on the rest of the episode is irrelevant <laughs> once the last 10 minutes happen yeah i mean I, yeah i feel like it was definitely overshadowed but maybe that's why they set it up to be like so calm there really wasn't a ton of craziness right. until right. that yep. that's why i was like i felt like i got honey potted like everything <laughs> was relatively good until that i just yeah. i don't know what to do with myself you're gonna be okay I, yes i maybe i don't know <laughs> i don't know i need therapy uh. <laughs> not from myself yeah, I need I, to go consult my bottle of Andre in the fridge um, and see what he thinks about this situation. Maybe Tito has an input. I don't know. It's tough. It, it's a tough one. I but, don't know how you guys are all out there just living your days knowing that they all died <laughs> and you're okay with it. No, we're not. It's it's a traumatic, traumatic episode that there's so much more that happens in the show. I mean, you're only on season three. You've got you're gonna you're gonna finish season three today there's still four more seasons of this stuff to watch so there's a lot that happens and there's a lot of other character development there's a lot of things that'll make you happy that'll make you angry but this was this was to me this episode was like if you're a fan of the walking dead this is in season two when sophia the little girl comes out of the the barn and she's a walker that was that moment for me because never in a million years did I think that they would make a child a zombie or kill off a child character. And there they did much like it. They have no issue killing off anybody. No, I trust no one. And that's the thing. That's what's so important about this episode is I think that it, it now you can't fall in love with anybody because you, they'll die. You never know. You never know. Everyone will die. Exactly. You never know who is going to die in the show. I mean, they, 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 
they kill off Ned Stark. I mean, the 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 major character in season one. Yeah, him and off. almost his whole family. And I mean, just even my new people, you can't even just live in peace. They killed off a horse <laughs> farmer just for no right. reason. Right. Like they're like, we want your horses. You're dead. Yep. And 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 I you keep asking me questions about the uh Daenerys Targaryen story, like that storyline and what's going on. It took me several, several seasons to get behind what was going on with her because I, to me, it I was a distraction from everything else. No, I love her character. Like I, and I feel like just watching her go through everything has been a lot for me. She's done a lot of good work, but now I like I feel like she's in a really weird situation. I don't trust these cats that she's hanging out with right now. I I get I all that, but to me, the major story was what's going on with the Starks, what's going on with Arya, what's going on with Bran. The Lannisters, all of that. So every time they went to yeah, we didn't Daenerys, see much. Was, we literally saw nothing from the Lannisters in this episode, other than the Lannisters in their regard. Oh, <laughs> yeah. It, it, so to me, every time they go to the Darner Daenerys Targaryen story, you're like, it, well, let's get back to the real. I, I, story. Yeah, I'm like let's get back to the main thing now. After it, it does make sense, and and I get it all, and it's like the almost the major thing i mean it's it's two stories colliding uh or a bunch of little stories I, well, into this one big story and i feel like i need it to clean up a little bit i need all these small storylines to it come takes, together it takes some time because it takes some time. for me i can't hate multiple people like this all the time you know like i just i need to know what's happening right now i'm a millennial i want instant gratification and I want to know that everybody that I wanted to be okay is going to be okay, even though that can't happen now because everybody's dead. Well, not everybody. I mean, Arya's you know. dead. Well, I mean, I told you the people Arya's I wanted. And... A lot of the people I wanted to be alive are alive, but a lot of them are dead now, too. Yep. So yep. I don't know. I have to process that. I need to grieve. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to give you a little bit of time to breathe. Uh, we'll, we'll, Thank you. We'll hang out for a little bit we'll we'll have the off-air discussion and then we'll come back in a little bit after you've had time to recuperate cry. oh yeah yes. recuperate yeah that's what you meant well yeah i mean if you need to cry you can cry no judgments for me it, it's a rough episode look there there's other shows that i've cried I just and she didn't get to see her sons like she like i no closure there no closure no closure none yeah. and and even like uh, john snow he no closure Nobody has closure. Yep. And Bran and Jon Snow were so close. They were they so were close. They were so close. So close. So close and yet so far. Could you not sing right now? Because this is not the time to sing. I said, do you want to find me? Do you <laughs> well, want to catch these So hands? what was with those words that they say? With, I, like, I thought that they were activating the Winter Soldier with yeah, the words that I they say know. when I they get married. You. I was like, what does that have to do with a marriage ceremony? It, yeah. Meanwhile, Bucky I Barnes is killing someone. You know, who knows? Probably. He's been activated. <laughs> Best <laughs> crossover been... episode ever. Another name added to the list. Exactly. I don't know. Exactly. Oh, All right. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. Or maybe not. <laughs> No New Friends Podcast is now using Nikki Podcast Preparations Incorporated, which is a podcast management consultant agency of services that helps independent podcasts obtain more plays, downloads, guests, sponsors, and a bunch of the legwork behind the microphone when it comes to podcasting. CEO Nick can be contacted via Twitter or Instagram at NikkiPPINC 
And if you tell him that the No New Friends podcast sent you, we'll both get a 25% discount. Nikki has helped accumulate millions upon millions of downloads, tens of thousands of dollars in sponsorships, celebrity guests, and much more. So just shoot him a direct message to get your podcast growing. Okay, let's be friends. Follow the No New Friends podcast on Facebook and Instagram at No New Friends Podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our new YouTube channel, No New Friends Podcast, where you can get a behind-the-scenes look at our recordings, everyday life, and shenanigans. Okay, bye. Hi, this is comedian Miguel Colon, and you're listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast with Scott and Mary. Don't forget our Facebook page at No New Friends podcast. Please subscribe and share our YouTube channel and all that good stuff that I probably don't need to repeat because we have a commercial about it and I say it in the first segment. So there we are. Fair enough. Uh, Mary, anything else that you want to say about Game of Thrones? You uh, talked a lot about the Red Wedding in the first segment. Uh, it's been a while since we talked about Game of Thrones. You recapped season one for us already. Anything else on season two and three that you want to talk about? Um, I think that the wounds are still pretty raw. Right. Um, I, I guess all I want to say is if anybody wants to help chip into my therapy bill, there's that support button. We're going to, yeah, please support, please support us. It's right there in the uh, episode description. There's a link to support us because we're going to have to send Mary to therapy. A hundred percent. And I know that most of you are like, hey, girl, read your own notes. Isn't this what you went to school for? <laughs> yes, it is. But this is, I did not study trauma therapy. So it's very difficult for me right now. And uh, we were talking about this earlier. I've never really like stuck through a series before. I've gone on and off. Like I watched The Office and I watched that over and over again. And that does bring up emotions, but in a different way this is i and i even watched the last kingdom and i don't know if you've watched that on netflix I, I but not. the concept and the time error is pretty similar like you can't trust anybody your head's probably going to get cut off same type of idea <laughs> right but i wasn't as involved with the characters in that as i've been with game of thrones and sure I'm not upset that I, it took me so long to watch it because now I can just binge it all and that's yeah. good. Like, I, as soon as we're done with this, I need closure. Like, right. I need to watch more because I don't know who I am right and, now. And the rate that you're going, <laughs> the rate that you're going, you'll be able to finish this series in probably about two weeks because season eight is only six episodes. I love that the way that you word you have no life is at the rate that you're going. <laughs> that was a nice way of saying uh, you have no life. A nice way of saying you have no social life is at the rate you're going. Yeah. You could pound out 97 hours worth of TV. <laughs> I'll tell you the things that I needed therapy after. There's a, there's a couple. Uh, and, and they're, they're going to surprise you because they're mostly sitcoms but the office i needed therapy after the office because it was I, i'm saying that i agree yeah it, it but was, it wasn't a massacre like. it wasn't it wasn't a massacre but it was by far the best the best finale of any show that i've seen uh it it, it, it was beautiful and and i cannot watch that episode 
without crying. And I've seen The Office all the way through, start to finish, about four times. And that mm-hmm. that series finale gives it to me every single time. Now, do you watch The Walking Dead at all? No, I refuse. Okay. Well, one, great show. And there's a whole universe around it. There's three different shows with The Walking no, Dead. I and know. then there's going to be a whole I... movie series also. But it's there's... intense for me. It's I don't want to feel stressed out. It's like, ba- oh like my god, it's it's incredibly it. stressful, especially when they go on like a supply run and yeah, they're like, in like a deserted grocery that? store and you know that something's gonna happen. But there's there is a an episode in The Walking Dead, it's called the Pike Scene, and they they're battling this other group, they're called the Whisperers, and why are they, they called the Whisperers? Because they cut they Whisper? wear the skins of these zombies they're, they're called walkers in the in the walking dead and they communicate with each other and they whisper and they use walkers as a weapon they they're able to cor- kind of corral them because the walkers don't realize that they're alive because they've got the smell and the scent and the faces and all that so i mean that's really smart though yeah before you realize that it's just another tribe of people and they're whispering and all that it's super eerie but they they're in battle with the main group and the main group kind of crosses their their territory and the leader her name is alpha she says hey i need you to meet me at these coordinates because we're we're giving you a warning or whatever so they come and there's all of these people from the main group their heads are on pikes and they're now like zombified and it starts off with like some characters that we just met so it's like no big deal and then it goes to like some c-level characters where it's like oh my god that sucks and then like some b-level characters and you're like oh my god and then a and then like one of the most heartbreaking deaths in that series and it's 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 just like the red wedding where it's just like one thing after another and you're like make it stop make it stop same yeah, thing with the pike somebody scene put in this walking train dead. back on the track i, I felt sick after this. that episode there's there's Aww. several episodes where i felt sick when i i said it in the uh, first segment when sophia the little girl walks out of the barn and she's a zombie in season two it was like oh my god other other uh, obviously infinity war in the marvel series like that was so painful and when Spider-Man, Spider-Man was the like that broke yeah. my heart. Well, it started I off with Bucky. It started off with Bucky, and I was like, okay, I'm not really connected to Bucky, so no big deal. And then mm-hmm. Sam, and you know, in the last episode, I kind of discussed how I felt about Sam at that time. Right. And then Black Panther, and then which really upset your mom. Which really upset my mom, and then you know some other characters, and then Wanda. And it, it, like at that point, I was like, "Oh well, this really sucks." But then Spider-Man, I was like, "Oh my god! Like make it I stop! Cried. Make it I stop!" Cried so hard. Yeah. But then it like reversed itself. It put its thing down, flipped it, and reversed it for uh, Endgame because then, for sure, for you sure, you know, it was the opposite. And, yeah. Uh, why? Yep. Why do we have to have our hearts broken? I know. And then I, I like I was I was watching with Darren, who had already seen the entire series because I didn't I didn't start watching the Marvel series until Spider-Man: Far From home had come out mm-hmm. in theaters so i'm like make it stop make it stop and then the post credit scenes in infinity war is nick fury and agent hill and i'm like oh my god and then he doesn't even tell me like ant-man and the wasp i'm watching that and all of a sudden the post credit scene it's it's hope hank and uh and uh the mom what's her name janet they disappeared i'm like oh my god like so it, now it, you know I'm how i felt when i was asking you questions no, I, and you're just staring at me yeah but i tend not to I, I won't ask questions i don't try to figure it out i don't try to get a reaction out of anybody because i like to enjoy the journey and i like to experience things the way that they're supposed to be experienced 
other other shows how i met your mother finale uh and yeah. that was i need therapy because i went i endured what nine seasons of that show and again i binge watched it i watched it long after the show was over but at nine seasons of that show nine brilliantly written seasons for that series finale and that series finale at the time was god awful now again i've said this a couple times now that i'm re-watching it i think i'm going to be better with it i, I don't think i'm going to be as upset by it because now i know and now i'm kind of looking forward to it another one oh my god the big bang theory the Big Bang Theory, first of all, my sister was like, yeah, the finale's not that great. You're not going to really like it. I love the finale. And then I, when I finish a show, that's when I finally go on YouTube and read all the trivia about it and kind of learn the little Easter eggs and all that. Well, I also found on YouTube the last table read. And at the last table read, they're reading the description. They're like, they're going to be sitting around the table for one last meal on camera, and then this will play. And it was that slower version of the bare naked lady song the the credit scene mm -hmm. and every time and, and i see them crying and i'm just i'm a mess and that's typically when a when a especially when a uh, sitcom ends i get really sad because i'm yeah, so yeah i think that in yeah the, the end characters. of anything that you're invested in and i guess mine are on a smaller scale and probably a tribute to my childhood trauma like uh, land before time sure good god Oh. That was very traumatic for yeah, me. Yeah, any pretty much Disney movies in general are very traumatic. I mean, Bambi. I can't watch mm -hmm. Bambi. Uh, Neither can I, I. I can't watch Toy Story three. I can't That's a tough watch. One. Yep, I, I can't watch Land Before any any time an animal or a parent dies. I, I can't. It's I can't, very tough, uh, especially okay, an animal. This is, Tarzan. I can't do it. That's tough. Okay, this is off topic, but have you read or seen any of the fan theories about Lion King and Mufasa? Uh, refresh my memory. I'm not sure. Okay, so um, hold please. Essentially, it's basically that hyenas don't eat lions. Okay. So that leaves the question of who or what ate Mufasa because his body was gone. Well, he just got trampled on. Mufasa or Scar? Mufasa. Whenever Scar lets go of him, he gets mm -hmm. trampled. But where does his body go? You don't really know, like, where it goes. It probably eating my vultures. No. Do you know the scene where uh, Scar is, like, has a little, like, head and he's, like, making it talk whenever Zazu's yeah. in the ribs? Yeah. That's a lion skull. Oh. So the fan oh. theory is that other lions eat lions when they die sometimes oh. and the fan theory is that scar ate Ew. Mufasa, That's which is a, uh, even worse have you Very ever dark. have you ever read the um it's like the pixar connection or or whatever but it it, it connects every single disney movie like uh, all the car more of the recent ones the the the, the pixar created ones it's it's called the, the pixar story or the pixar conspiracy or whatever but that they're all linked and there's proof because there's little easter eggs in each disney movie that mm -hmm. shows like you know uh in in brave there's sully in the background from monsters inc mm -hmm. and they the the whole theory is that boo from monsters inc is actually the witch from brave because there's a whole thing with doors and bears and all that. And, and, and I haven't seen That's Braves, interesting. So, yeah, it's, it, but it connects all of them. There's also clues in each Pixar film as to what the next film is going to be. 
because there's always like a little Easter a little egg. Easter egg, yeah. Anything. It's super, super interesting. Wow. But, yeah. Um, what other what other shows or movies get a reaction from you? I won't watch um, because of Win Dixie or me and or Marley no, and me. No, I can't, I, I can't do I know it. what the outcome is. And I, I, don't I don't even know what the outcome is. I saw Turner I and Hooch. Know with Tom oh, Hanks. Oh yeah, that you was know, such a great I, movie. I'm though. done with animal movies. I can't. I watched The Bear, which was like a, like a documentary of a bear and I lost my mind when like the bear couldn't get up the mountain or whatever. There was a scene in Sesame Street where it was like sad things that happen but there's usually good outcomes and there was like a turtle struggling on his back and I like lost it every time that clip would play I would have to leave the room. It was so You can't even watch dramatic. it too. Well, I think uh, on the opposite side, Homeward Bound, when all the animals come back, that elicited a big response for me as a child. I was very happy about that. I don't, maybe I just have no soul. There's not much that like really, really affects me, I guess. I don't know. Like, it, I don't know. Watching the Red Wedding, when they killed the wolf, I got really upset. That really bothered me yeah, because I felt like there was. There was no hope at that point. I don't know. <laughs> well, that's what's funny about the red wedding is it, it, you know, it starts off with Rob Stark's wife, which, uh, you know, at the time she was significant, but in the grand scheme of things, is a B character. And no, then, I know, but she was so significant. She had a baby. Right. Like, that oh. that was awful. That was awful. And then this the dire wolf. The I mean, that's that's heartbreaking. I feel like I can't. talk. I'm not ready. We <laughs> let's find another another show to talk about. <laughs> Um, it's too soon. The wounds are open. Yeah. The uh, West Side Story, and we're going to talk about that on Thursday's episode, uh, so I don't want to mm -hmm. discuss it too much, but that, man, that movie, I, I want to pause it at a certain point and just be done with it. Uh, Patch Adams. Patch Adams with, with Robin Williams. Robin Williams, yeah. There is a certain part in that movie where everything is going great, and I just want it to end there. It's like, I don't need to see any more. It's been long enough. I've been entertained. This is a good stopping point. But no, yeah. it continues and it's Keep devastating. Going. Yeah. I just don't, I don't, I don't like sad movies. I don't, I, you know, I started watching, I, I watched a couple seasons of This Is Us uh, up until. Uh, when the, the, when the crockpot blew up. Yeah. Up until that. that episode, up until the episode when, when the father dies and. I, I watched one more episode after that, and there was a couple things that bothered me. One, I, I just I just don't want to be sad every single episode. And right. two, when when they killed Jack and that show, and I know you haven't really watched it, it's a combination of present day and flashback. So mm -hmm. you you've known since the very beginning that the father dies. You just didn't know how you and when. You don't know how, yeah. Right. Or you know how, but you, or you, you didn't know how, but you kind of knew when. And there's something mm -hmm. that happens where it's like, oh, he dies this way. Yeah, and it's we kind of like that. that. Yeah. Right. So I felt like when they killed him off in the past, when we had reached that moment, when we when we see when he dies, I think that that should have been the end of that character for us to really appreciate everything. I I, I didn't want to continue to see that actor portraying the father unless it was an occasional flashback here and there. No, the show just continued on where they would do flashbacks because the flashbacks flashback. weren't always in order. You know, it, it was different time periods. So he still, it, it, to this day, is still part of the cast. And I've heard I, that it makes sense and it's great. I just can't get behind it. Yeah, I, I would have to agree. I don't want to bring up pain 
over and over yeah, again. But I want to watch comedies that are no brainers. I, I don't I don't want to watch sad things. I don't I don't I don't like I, being see, sad. I, I'm a generally happy person and maybe my senses have been dulled because my favorite things to watch are like murder documentaries mm-hmm. and things like that. But it's still different because it's more scientific for me at that point. Like figuring out who did it. And just like the psychology behind it. Sure. And but when you're just watching it as a character, I, I'm a part of your family, and then you died. Yeah. No, I'm I gonna need a wake. I'm gonna need a funeral, and I need a few right. days off. Work. You need closure. You need closure. Bereavement. Yep. All right, we're gonna take a quick break. You're listening to the No New Friends podcast. We'll be right back. This time, the No New Friends podcast would like to thank one of our supporters, Chris Kelahar. Thank you for being a supporter of the No New Friends podcast. You too can be a supporter. It's very simple. All you have to do is click on the link in the episode description and you too, for as low as 99 cents per month, can support the No New Friends podcast. What this does is goes towards new equipment, marketing, and other operating expenses. Support today. And again, thank you, Chris Kelahar. Hey guys, comedian James John, and you are listening to the No New Friends Podcast. Welcome back to the No New Friends podcast. You can like, follow, share us, No New Friends podcast on Facebook, Instagram, no.new.friends.podcast. Please make sure that you vote for us or nominate us on Orlando Weekly's Best of Orlando competition under the category Best Local Color, Best Local Podcast. And then also please subscribe and share to our, our YouTube channel. And there's already a video up there of Mary's reaction to the Red Wedding that we watched today please watch it it's classic it's classic mary it really is it's fantastic it's everything that i had hoped for when planning to record this video also something that's going to be coming soon probably about a month or two down the road and i'm not going to get too far into it but it will be on our youtube channel we're going to do this contest here at uh, casa de mafe and i can't get into it right now because the details have not been squared away but be looking forward to that i'm going to give more details every single week and it's going to be super super exciting and i'm hoping that that video goes viral now i have I'm obsessed with this podcasting. I absolutely like I look forward to recording and editing every single week. I think that's I think we're doing three episodes a week more for my benefit than anything else because I just I love it so much and I and I would get super depressed when we do Thursday's episode and then we didn't do it again until Tuesday. So that's like that's a long week for me. So that's why I we're love doing three that episodes. you were like Mary, you have nothing going on. Three right. days a week. Well, like, I, I know that you're not busy. I don't know what we're going to do when we, like, we, we now in our head kind of have a schedule of what we want to do. I think we're going to start recording Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and the episodes are going to post Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday. I think that's a good schedule and all that. If you get a job or if I get a job, we're screwed. We're going to have to figure this whole thing out again. <laughs> I mean, we'll just have to change what time we record, right. I guess. Right. I don't know. 
so uh, you know we're we're still new we are infants to this podcasting thing little uh, tiny babies we're still for sure learning. like i'm using earbuds let's yeah. talk about that I'm we still- know <laughs> we know that our sound system is not the best i mean i've got a decent a decent headset but it's more for gaming so i know that i sound a little off oh so Mary's is this a earbuds. game to you scott is that what you're <laughs> yeah, saying yeah um so you know i i'm 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 very excited about this podcasting. So I found some like support groups on Facebook. You say some. I'll get to that. I'll get to that. And it and it was first like just the podcasting support group. So I joined that group. Then it was uh, Anchor support group, which that's our platform that we upload our episodes to, and then Anchor distributes it to the other platforms. So I joined that one. Then it was like Podcast Nation, and then promote your podcast here. I am now part of 42 podcasting groups on on Facebook. One of them is UK podcasters, and we are clearly not in the UK. Well, I just want to get I some UK you listeners. To, you're going to have to change your name, your Brantley. <laughs> yeah, to Brantley, which is my dog, my English dog. Yeah, I don't. I And sometimes you invite me to join them as well. Yes. And some of them I did, and I tried to be active, but then some of them I just did not. Yeah, I Ew. went to Facebook jail on one of them <laughs> yeah, yesterday. Yeah, what happened? How? Uh, so I think what had happened was, like, they all have different rules. And mm-hmm. the the main ones that really post a lot are uh, promote your podcast. And a lot of times people are saying, hey, listen for listen or subscription for subscription. So they'll mm-hmm. post their link. You post theirs. You take a screenshot of you subscribing to theirs, and then they'll do the same for you, which is great. And and I've I've actually made a lot of connections. There's one podcast. It's called a uh, Buzz in the Tower, which is all about like '80s pop culture, mostly mm-hmm. '80s movies, '80s comedy. It's a really good podcast. Buzz in the Tower, B U Z Z N, the Tower. But also, there's others that the rules are you cannot post your link onto somebody else's post. Well, I get confused as to which one they are. So I saw a podcast and I was like, oh, well, this will interest me. So I went to their link. I listened. I subscribed. I took a screenshot. And then I sent that a picture of that screenshot back to them, uh, commented it, commented it, whatever. And commented. then, thank you. And then I also posted our link. And I think that is what got me suspended for a day. And I'm like, okay, first of all, there's so many of these. I got confused with the rules. Couldn't you have just sent me a hey? Did you you feel like you had to did you feel like you had to explain yourself? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I I was like looking for the moderator or the admin's email, you know, uh, profile so I can contact them. them. One, so I could apologize because I didn't mean any harm. Two, explain to them that like I got confused because I'm a part of 42 different Groups, well, don't let them know that you're can, a group whore. Like, you don't want them to know that you're, you know. <laughs> they're, all, they're all group whores. They're, because I'll see some of the same people. And now I'm to the point where I'm subscri- I'm going to subscribe to the same podcast because I've done this so many times. I cleared out 63 picture screenshots of me subscribing and sending it to people. So <sighs> I want to, but uh, then I also want to say, hey, your rule is dumb. Like That rule is dumb. Like the, the podcast support group, I get it. Because it's more asking questions. It's asking questions about how do you gain listeners? How do you upgrade your equipment? What equipment? So like for that one, I get it. This one's just called Podcast Nation. Someone posted their link and I'm like, hey, I'm going to let them know that I subscribed. And I guess because it's a comment on their post. So you should make your own post. 
make their own post. It's a well, they do. Rule. Clearly, you, you landed yourself in jail, so they care. Respect the rules. But but again, like this is this was my first offense. Couldn't you just send me a warning? Hey, we had to remove yeah, I mean, that. You can't that, do that. <laughs> Next time you're going to be suspended for a day if you do it's it. It's a misdemeanor. That, Why done. am I doing time? Like you yeah. should just have a court date and pay a fine right. instead of getting locked up. And like when I say I felt bad, I felt bad for like three seconds, and then I was over it. I'm like, I'll just once they once they put me back on, I'll publicly apologize, and then I'm going to remove myself from that group. <laughs> Start the Scott Maffei apology tour. But but what had to happen is that person <laughs> that I link that I linked on or that I, I post on must have reported me because no, how maybe else? not though. The moderators may have seen it and were like, nope, don't allow that here. Deleted yeah, and also just, jail. Yeah. That was my first time being in Facebook jail or getting any type of warning. I've never I, been in Facebook jail before, and yeah. I'm surprised. Honestly. And I wasn't in jail. I was just in their group's version of jail, which is like Oh, Disney so jail. you were like held at the security office. Yeah, exactly. Happened. I was suspended from posting on that group for one I mean, day. who hasn't been <laughs> <laughs> in I, real I don't life? Know. <laughs> I don't know, but... It, it, I, I'm, I'm such a like a goody two shoe. I don't like getting in trouble. I don't get like getting reprimanded or anything like that. I so, feel that I take it offensively. Like yeah. I get upset if I'm reprimanded. Yeah. So when adult. I saw that, I, like my heart sank a little bit. It's much like anytime I would get fact check by Facebook, I, I was like super embarrassed. Yeah. It, it only happened once and it was a partially true statement, but exaggerated mm. or something. But I still yeah. like my heart sank because I'm like, Oh, now I look like an idiot because everybody's seeing that I got fact Somebody checked. questioned it. Yeah, yeah, too. Like, I feel like I'm getting in trouble. And then I would see other people on the other side of the political spectrum getting fact checked. And I'm like, ha ha. And I'm like, I, I wonder if they feel the same way that I <laughs> oh, did. Oh, they 100% felt that way. Are yeah. you kidding me? No, well, no because that side out. is like, oh, Facebook is so impartial and, and you know, oh, yeah, violating freedom of speech. Yeah, We're just going to go over sure. to Parler. Oh my God, that's that was my favorite part. I'll be on parlor if anybody wants to contact me. Like, nope, nobody like, does. Have fun. Peace out. We'll see you later. We'll meet you at the uh, QAnon rally later. Like, <laughs> the hell? I like to imagine uh, the person responsible for the QAnon posts and, and the things that get the, the videos and whatever, whatever gets people sucked into that as this like 15 year old stoner. Who just like probably he throws he's got he it, it's it's almost like Mad Libs where he's got different different topics yeah, and people and something oh, and yeah. just throws a dart at oh, it no. and this is okay this one with this one with yes. this mix and matches yes. stories. Okay, so prime example is the Adrenochrome. How they brought that they put that shit together and it makes no sense, um, which cracks me up because uh, an Adrenochrome is an actual scientific thing. Like you do take adrenaline you oxidize it and it, there's an actual compound. It's not FDA approved for any right. type of treatment, but other countries use it as a um, blood thinner. Right. But somehow it got spun into uh, people sacrificing children and by people, <laughs> Hillary Clinton specifically. At a pizza shop. <laughs> yeah, I feel stupid even saying it. I, um, it's and so then, ridiculous. And so then they uh, sell it and that's why Cheryl looks so young. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly. I promise you that is a real post the, that I have seen. And I want thing, to that like I want to put scientific facts but nobody cares once no, you're that far in. No. They're like we don't know what science is at this point. Right. It's all part of the simulation. Uh, another thing Correct. that drove me nuts is when like Regeneron, when they were referring to it as a a medication, Regeneron's not a medication. Regeneron is a company 
that makes the redesmosphere. I can't even say redesmosphere. Yeah, whatever. Don't ask me to announce things. But, I don't, I don't I know. know what's happening. It, I'm it's still just, in shock. I, and 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 again, this is not a political show. I, I don't want to go down that road, but it's just some of the things were ridiculous. And and can I make a comment really quickly? Please do, um, please do. Get us off the train. That, well, this is actually just fueling the train a little <laughs> God. bit. Um, okay. So remember when we were talking about Facebook fights? Yes. And I had gotten into that one. So that yes. uh, p- particular person posted another thing, okay. and it said, "I much." I am, I find it more attractive when women don't show off their skin for attention. Who agrees? What? That was his post. And he wanted people to say, yeah, like they should cover up. But also like, I kind of wanted to be like, uh, why though? If you're lusting after them, don't I technically get to like pluck your eyeballs out? I feel like that was a line somewhere. Right. right? right. I don't know. But I didn't, I did a good job. I kept scrolling. I didn't say anything. Uh, but I just thought it was funny, like the, um, just the line of thinking there was very obscure to me and how the burden of whatever was put on how women dress, uh, it's hot as shit. I'm wearing shorts and a semi, no, I wouldn't say a crop top, but a shorter shirt because it's hot. It's hot. It's yeah. not because I want attention. Right. I don't care. I think, I'm I not- didn't I say that like. In one of our first episodes, I said oh, something yeah, about the short shorts. Oh, yeah, you made a comment short, about yeah. girl, girls wearing short shorts. Yeah. It's because it's hot, yeah. and they don't make Bermuda shorts for people my size. That's right. not a thing. I'm I'm a grown-ass adult, but also a 12-year-old boy all at the same time. Yeah. So I wear what I wear. Jesus. But I found that hilarious. Dad ankle, though. Right, right. Show off my ankles. Uh, some things to look forward to this week in some future episodes on Thursday's show it's going to be a Broadway themed show. We're going to be talking a, a, a lot of things Broadway. Mary's going to bring us some strange news. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopefully, my dog stopped barking in the background. And then also on Sunday's show, we're going to recap the suggestion of the week. So I have suggested to Mary to watch Howard Stern's Private Parts, which was kind of an inspiration for me for you know being a radio host and. What's going to be fun is I'm going to tell you some stories about when I did an internet radio show back in the late, uh, the early 2000s. And some of the things that I tried to do and tried to say that definitely would not hold up. You would be lynched like a mob and a lynch. For sure. For sure. And then what movie did you want me to watch? It was a Disney movie. Super old Disney movie that I was obsessed with when I was really young. It's called So Dear to My Heart. Um, and it, it's a journey. <laughs> well, I can't the least. wait. So yeah, dear to my heart. I hope you enjoy it. So we're going to be, as I did when I was like five, <laughs> we're going to be recapping that for each other on Sunday's show. So look forward to, to that. And of course we always have other shenanigans. Make sure that you like, and subscribe and share our YouTube channel. The most recent video is Mary's reaction to the red wedding. And it is fantastic. It is worth the hype (laughs) and uh, it's good. Also, you mock my pain. (laughs) (laughs) That's another movie. That's princess, uh, princess bride. Princess bride. Yeah. We'll also have one segment from this episode up on YouTube. Make sure that you uh, like and follow us on Facebook. No new friends podcast. We can be found on Instagram. No dot new dot friends dot podcast. And then Orlando weekly, please make sure you nominate us for Orlando weekly's best of Orlando competition under local color, best 
local podcast. And we'll be back on Thursday. Okay, bye.